Hello everybody, this is Leif Yonker, director of the underground vampire splatter flick, Darkness. And you, you are listening to the Bad Taste Video Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I am Mike. I am Anthony. And I am Grizz. And we are here with our last movie of February. It's the end of Vampire Month. It's the end of... Mm, no, nothing? Nobody can think of anything? Uh, it's the end oh, of February. I, 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 oh, I don't know. You, I don't know. <laughs> don't look at us. You, for, you ran out of steam. Farewell. <laughs> We're waiting for you. Well, it, I was too busy being insulted on my uh, drum program. <laughs> insulted. There are only MIDI files. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. What the fuck do you think a program drum is, man? <laughs> no, no. It's, I guess you misunderstood my insult, but we'll save it for another time. <laughs> <laughs> So we are here with a very special film to end the month, uh, one that Anthony and Grizz have not seen. Uh, it pretty much blew their minds. We watched 1993's Darkness. Amazing. Uh a little bit Evil Dead, a little bit Lost Boys, a little bit Dead Next Door. Uh, a little bit Snuff film. <laughs> yeah, I, and a very lot of metal. I love what? when a movie can go from unknown to me to one of my top five favorite films of all time in a week. That, yeah, dude. This, that is what this, this podcast totally, is all about to me. I love it. Yeah, this rocked your world, man. I can't believe how good it was. I can't honestly. It's amazing. It's yeah. yeah. So this film, if you've never heard of it, which a lot of people for some reason haven't, which is insane to me. But did well, you, well, you knew of the movie, right? Well, Chris? Yeah, I've seen the tape for a couple of years now, and it's something that's been on my radar. But obviously, I was trying to wait to watch it um, on VHS, which I'm glad I did because I guess the other copies that are out there on DVD are a little bit different. So this this version uh, that I watched rules. <laughs> Anthony, have you ever you never heard of this before? No, right? no uh, I I ha I've heard of it heard of it as a spectacle, oh. as like a like I've seen trailers for it at Retro Picture Show. I've seen like the promotions. It's a, it's a popular movie. It, isn't this like popular to go see like in like a small screening? No. Oh really? I thought Dude, it was. There's not. There is like oh. no. You can't. There was that, the whole trailer for it was a that, screening of it. That was for the the trailer that we will play and we mm. played last time was for the final oh. cut of the film. And apparently what was shown on that uh, trailer was like a 16 by 9 print that they yeah. had made 
uh, that was used as like a master for something at uh, at some point. This, but, uh, this movie feels like it has that like Burning Moon kind of underground label. Like you've heard of it because it's over the top. It's extreme. So when people start listing off those like, holy shit, have you seen these crazy movies? This is going to be on that list because of how yeah. intense the Dude, gore I is don't, and stuff. I don't see people talking about this. Because I know people, that it was... People are losers, dude. That's why. <laughs> people fucking suck. <laughs> uh, I know that it was considered what... Uh, the goriest vampire film of all time. It's the goriest right? vampire By- movie I've seen for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is quite the film. Uh, this one was written and directed by Leif Yonker. Uh, we are not in Canada. We are in Kansas. That's right. <laughs> Wichita. And that is, yeah, and that is where this was uh, shot. I, when I first saw this, I thought it was Canada. I, really? I thought this was a Canadian film. It looks that way a little it bit. It really, it has that look, the guy, like the, the way everybody's dressed, it looks like that, you know? You know, um, I got so it is, much, it's not. I got so much love for like my, my East Coast, you know, shot on video directors, but I don't know what the hell they were drinking in the Midwest in the early 90s. But man, yeah, these dudes make some of the best shot on video movies, like him and Todd Sheets, same area, same time crazy gory well, awesome well this movies. wasn't this wasn't shot on video eight this millimeter. was shot on 16 uh eight millimeter eight yeah millimeter. it was super eight i consider yeah. these uh, things all in like the same world of being low budget yeah you know it's a micro budget film right it was exactly. made on five thousand dollars yeah. <laughs> but before grand. we get into that before we get into that uh this was edited by gary miller who plays toby in this yes and uh leif yonker so they actually gave some of uh, a small percentage of the film's rights, I guess, uh, in return for use of this three-quarter-inch editing machine. When you got a, when you got a budget <laughs> like that, you make every bit of it count, man. And that's how yeah, you do it yeah. Right the there. guy they deferred payment for uh, a rights percentage, I guess, and uh, the guy was like, "Yeah, you can use my machine." Genius. <laughs> uh, I thought, yeah. Well, I I thought that was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> Do you think this movie made its five grand back? Probably. Uh, yeah. yeah. Three quarter assume. inch Umatic yeah. editing machine. Uh, d- uh, well, um, it had multiple VHS yeah. releases and a DVD release and uh, it's going to have a Blu-ray release. I would say he made his money back yeah, over sure. time. An Arrow um, Blu-ray release too. So you know it's going to be yeah. done right. It's going to be sick. Oh, yeah. So uh, the music was done by uh, Michael Curtis and Billy Davis. And we have a few bands that were also uh, featured in the film. Yeah. Apostasy, The Grunge, and Night. Uh, They all added additional songs to this. I guess those were the more uh, metal songs that you hear during the movie. And um, apparently one of... Leif Yonker's friends uh, I don't remember which one he said it was ended up joining the band Night. Oh no shit. Oh, <laughs> That's super cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah he ended up joining it. Yeah yeah. So um, this started filming in 1988. Uh, apparently it stalled because he told you that even though the budget was $5,000 they never had $5,000 at one time. It was yeah. you know over a rolling period. So the production stalled in 88 and then they ended up finishing filming in 99, uh, 89 and it took a while for them to actually finish the film. 
right? He said it took some time for them to Three years. get yeah. Was yeah. anything shot in nineties or no? Was it all no, this was out? all shot pretty much in eighty eight and eighty nine. Yeah, that, that's why the only doubts I was gonna say was I, I mean, feel like eighty eight to ninety nine, I'm eighty eight to ninety three is such a it doesn't sound super far, but in terms of generational gap, it's it's so different. Yeah, yeah. it's such it's a completely different time for sure. Yeah. yeah. What were you gonna say, Chris? I was gonna just gonna say that like uh, it was like so I said, shot over three years, but it was basically just because. You know, you mentioned the the struggles with budget that he was just working odd jobs, collecting the cash up, getting the resources together. So, I mean, it was just like when he could, when he had the money over that three year time to make the situation happen. And uh, it, it, the continuity is so awesome for that being the case, because I couldn't I didn't notice any continuity issues. That five thousand dollar budget, you actually got a rundown of, of what they spent it on. Right. Yeah. This, this <laughs> I is, thought that was pretty funny. This is awesome. So. Uh, out of the 5k budget he says i spent 12,000 on a brand new unused 1200 or 1200 sorry i'm bad with numbers uh elmo 1012 sxl super 8 millimeter camera uh he spent 2500 on film stock 80 dollars on a microphone $300 on a generator and 200 on a badass tripod and that was the entire <laughs> budget that in time and this film really goes beyond what that you know the scope of that five thousand dollar budget if you look at the well if you look at the imdb look at how many vampires are listed for this film it's fucking insane you scroll down just non-stop and it's just vampire 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 it's honestly impressive know, how much they did with grand. five grand. I was like, dude, are you serious? Um, five grand? He knows his shots, man. Yeah, that's what I mentioned too. Is that <laughs> like, you really got to do your camera work well with five grand to to make it go a long way, and they did. Yeah, I agree. And he even said that when they did the DVD, it cost six thousand dollars to do the transfer for that. So it cost more than the original <laughs> movie, which is pretty funny it's the same thing that like book walter had said about when they did the uh the, the blu-ray for robot ninja that it cost more to clean that movie up than it did to actually make the movie in the first place that's always funny to me yeah no it's just it's just fucking i guess that's how it is now yeah everything's fucking expensive yeah, he, he had a good one because a lot of the b-rolls are zoom-ins and fade out and they get um a lot of heat if you notice in a couple scenes he fades he does the fade out going up and down, and if he spent money on a badass tripod, that's why it's so stable. So he, if you notice, a lot of the shots are zoom in, zoom outs. Super 8 with a zoom focal length that much at that time period were pretty expensive. So if you notice, that it makes sense that hearing that he spent $80 on a badass tripod. No, $200. $200, there you go. In, in yeah. 1988. Yeah, that, that's, that's probably equivalent of... Probably a nine hundred dollar tripod. Yeah, yeah, now. probably. Yeah. That would be a super expensive tripod. Yeah, but you know, his he he definitely like he definitely had all these shots mapped out, or like he just maybe he got places and just grabbed B-roll. So, I think we should talk about the people that are in this film, which all the characters are very likable. Surprisingly, you don't really get that too often in these micro-budget films. But uh, Gary Miller plays Toby, our main character, right? Our our hero of the film. Slash narrator also. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I thought, dude, honestly, I thought that was fucking Leif Yonker. If you, if you hear that bumper in the beginning that he uh, did for us, Jesus Christ, what a voice, yeah, man. I love it. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I yeah. asked him if it was him narrating, though, and he told me that it was 
the actor. So, because I was like, oh, it sounds so good. Well, I mean, they do sound pretty similar. I gotta say. (laughs) Uh, Randall Avix has, is that it? Avix? I like it. With a V? No, is that how you say it? Dude, I. You're asking the wrong person. You you correct no, me every no. week. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. that good. You deliver that with confidence. We can. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, really, all you got to do is just sound like you know what you're talking about, and then people will actually you, you know yourself in. Yeah, yeah, Randall Randall Avix. <laughs> he 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 plays the main vampire in this, and this was apparently his first acting role, and I thought he did a pretty good job. Um, I think everybody did a good job. Yeah. yeah, Steve Brown as Jody, Lisa Franz as Diane, Bill Hooper as Glenn, Christopher Owen Michael as Steve, Jake Euchre as John, which is, uh, I, I love his character, the guy in the beginning in the in the convenience store. And uh, who do we have? Canna Donham as Kelly. I think that's how you say it, whatever. Uh, the cast, very good in this, and a ton of vampires. A ton, Shit ton of vampires. A ton of vampires, yeah. Uh, one thing I didn't mention before, for them to get this onto tape, they actually videotaped the projection of the film in his kitchen. That's awesome. <laughs> they just basically made a screen and, and videotaped the projection, which I is fucking gnarly. Love it. Yeah. DIY, uh, baby. Yeah, yeah, that's that was the uh, VHS release. That's not really a release, but I guess his promo copy that he was giving to try to get distribution. Then uh, I do this is this is now the real the real talk now the realness. Um, <laughs> 1992. That's when that was really shopped around. Uh, in 92, 93, that's the first film threat release. Only a few copies of those, Ooh. a couple hundred, are uh, in existence. The master was destroyed in an earthquake. And guess what? I have one of those. <laughs> yeah, I have one. <laughs> um, yeah, well, the 94, 95 uh, world release, as they call it, that's the Norseman release. And that's that's equally good, man. It is. Um, there's a couple DVDs, the 98 Vampire Cut DVD. There was a 2002 DVD, right? Right, which um, I, I learned that uh, we t- mentioned the narration before, and those cuts don't have a narrator in them, which I would yeah, not I love the narration. I, I love it yeah. too. I don't know, man. So uh, let's hit the trailer, which is actually for the final cut of the Blu-ray that's going to be coming out soon. It's a fun um, trailer. Yeah, yeah, you get a, you get the picture, but uh, we'll hit that. And we'll get into the film. Four stars. 
thought horror, true horror, was dead, think again. Ferocious Splatter, an easy 10 plus on the gore score. Three stars, some of the most impressive burst-out special effects since the original Evil Dead. I regard Darkness as the horror film of the decade. quite a trailer Bravo. for a blu-ray jesus christ yeah, man <laughs> yeah that's really fucking awesome jeez and i've seen the movie now and i'm still excited yeah yeah <laughs> well are you gonna buy that blu-ray when it comes oh, for out sure i oh, was absolutely. debating on buying the dvd yeah. it's it's impossible to find out of amazon that's right. Print. How much was it though it was 82 dollars yeah yeah that's, yeah. that's vhs that's price no joke baby. yeah how much <laughs> how much is it how much did they want for that one i don't want to talk about that one dude shut up well, you're gonna buy it by by the time this comes out, right? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> it's like seventy how bucks. How much do you think the Blu-ray is gonna be? Arrow Blu-ray 30? price, yeah, thirty, forty bucks, 40? brand new. Yeah, yeah, but they're always good. With they're always worth the money. Case action on it. I can't wait for this. Yeah, I'm gonna die. I like yeah. Blu-rays from uh, Arrow a lot, so I'm gonna add that to the collection. Uh, Grizz. Grizz. Yeah, yeah. Can you give us a synopsis? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Here, wait. Uh, I'll, I'll help you out a little bit. Oh, this sets the mood a little. Yeah, don't mind the running in the background. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Toe-headed hero must save the entire town and his homie friends from a overtaking horde of vampires. <laughs> that works for me. Yeah, I, I, I did a lot better this week. I'm proud of myself. A suburban town is under siege by a horde of vampires looking to rule the world. <laughs> I got one. All right, Anthony, go. Sylvester Stallone is frozen. <laughs> <laughs> There's an accounting error, He's right? <laughs> he, he was defrosted to take. Yeah, you gotta send a maniac to catch a maniac is a tagline. <laughs> Do we name that film? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. We're really going to do Demolition Man on here? <laughs> I thought you it was twins. I was way off. <laughs> oh, he thought it was twins. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So this film opens up with um, somebody running down a street, uh, as you can hear right now, actually, uh, with the music playing. It just sounds blown out. <laughs> but that's some awesome fucking synthesizer shit right there. So, um... This scene here really reminded me of um, all those scenes of Jody running in Phantasm. Oh, you know, uh, totally. I mean, Mike. Mike is running. It's sorry. A, it's very yeah. yeah, yeah. Mike is Mike's the kid, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Jody died in a car wreck. Uh, <laughs> she wasn't running. And anywhere. what's funny? Uh, what'd you say? So she wasn't running anywhere. <laughs> uh, Jody is a he, my man. Uh... You've never seen Phantasm? Actually, I was just watching it the other night, honestly, in the bedroom, snoozing away to half uh, of it. Yeah. Oh Did I have God. the Arrow yeah. Blu-ray box set of it? So. Really? Yeah. 
It's With got, the, like, it's the got one the that whole, has that. It's, it's got all of them. Oh damn! You don't watch them though, right? I don't you just watch anything. Sit there dude. On your fucking... You're lucky I even watch these fucking movies, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's very reminiscent of Mike running down the the like dimly lit streets in Phantasm, and there actually is a character in this film named Jody. Um, awesome, right? This guy's all fucked up. This is John, and he runs into this gas station. And we we hear that music playing, that fucking like crazy synth, like low, evil ass music playing, and yeah. And one thing I have to say is, in these scenes, the grain of the film adds to like yeah. the whole atmosphere of everything. It really like it almost ties it together. It you know what I mean? It feels real because it feels like a home video recording. Like I feel like I'm watching something that's actually happened. And this guy, John, he runs into this gas station and he's screaming that everybody's got to leave. They got to get the fuck out of here. Um, there's a cop in there. There's like a clerk, like somebody that works there. And uh, then our main protagonist, Toby. And he, everybody's like looking like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Like, what is going on? And he's like he's, covered in blood, too. Just like yeah, he's, dripping. He, He's, of course, wearing a white shirt, right? Yeah. He's got blood everywhere. It it's it. like a real... What is... uh? What's the guy's name in Reservoir Dogs that gets shot? Steve and he's like, No, no, no. And he's like turning like fucking white. He's like losing all that oh, blood. Oh, fucking... Um, God damn it. What the hell's that guy's name? I forgot. I know you're talking about that. And uh, he looks like him in that, bit, in yeah. that scene. Uh, but uh, Oh, you're thinking of Tim... Um, you're thinking of um, Abomination. Um, the guy. Um, you're thinking of the guy in from the Hulk movie. Um, Is that him? That's him. I think. I don't know. Could be wrong. Tim uh, Roth. I don't know, dude. I, th I think it is. I'm um, gonna, so <laughs> I'm going to check the God machine. Okay. <laughs> so he's screaming, and he actually uh, starts saying like, "Oh, he's he's here. He's here. It's too late. He's he's he, like there he is, or whatever." And a car pulls up, and who comes out of that car? Like a 17-year-old girl, yeah. right? She's, like, pumping gas. She's like, what the fuck is going on? Curly-haired mullet kind of um, cut, too. I liked it. They, he still can't, like, he, he won't calm down. He's in another fucking world right now. And he actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he actually steals the cop's gun and he says this. It's too late. There's nothing we can do. John? John, don't do this. Put the gun down. There's nobody out there. Nobody is going to hurt you. Now just give me the gun, and we will all be all right. You're wrong. We're already dead. No! He takes the gun and he shoots himself in the mouth. Yeah, great head-on <laughs> blows his vision of it too. It's 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 a great blows shot. his brains out. It's super graphic and it's done so yeah, well. It no looks cutaways. fucking it looks fucking real. Yeah. So we see this guy appear out of the darkness, very Lost Boys looking, right? Like he should be in yeah. uh, Santa Carla, and he grabs the girl that's pumping her gas outside. And fucking rips her throat out. So Like good. legitimately rips it out. And you know what? It looks real as fuck. How did they do this With so well? 
with that budget. It legitimately looks more realistic than like movies that you'll see that have multi-million dollar yeah, budgets. Honestly. It's fucking insane. And plus, like, this is the opening of this movie. This is how this movie starts, and it got me so pumped up, dude. I'm like, this is how you open. This is this is what's what's to come. It, like with all that fucking music playing oh, and badass. Oh, man. So after this happens, guess well, John gets up. <laughs> he rises from the grave right there, and everybody's in total fucking shock. And he steals well, he didn't steal it, he still has it. He yeah. takes the cop's gun, puts it up to her stomach, and he says this. Fucking, he shoots her multiple times in the stomach. Great line. Like, that's a like, visceral fucking uh, moment in the movie. And I didn't expect him to just, like, start getting up like that. It's not your typical vampire film, right? It's more, it's almost like a zombie film I do mixed feel with that vampires. Way throughout the whole thing, it's definitely like a zombie vampire mix. Yeah. And the clerk takes a shotgun from behind the counter and he shoots John with it. And apparently this kills him. So I guess they do they do die. They can take enough damage to die. And it jams, of course. And just as this guy uh, is fumbling with the gun, the the main man outside comes walking in with his fucking trench coat and shit. And he... Oh, he just starts biting on the uh, on the clerk. He's got like a and Highlander Toby's, thing going on too, a little bit. He's got that. Uh, yeah, he's got that look to him. Yeah, he's super. He's cool looking. Yeah, I like and, it. And uh, Toby's hiding in the back, hoping that he doesn't <laughs> notice him, and he gets pretty lucky that he doesn't. And um, this is like this as an opening to to a film is just fucking crazy. Sold. Like this is how you this is how you open a movie, Hell especially yeah. with a vampire movie. But um, he like. He's. I'm just laughing at like how fucking awesome this is. He's like surveying the aftermath of this attack, and it's brutal. Yeah. There's blood fucking everywhere. There's all these dead bodies that have been shot, bitten, all fucked up. And the vampire guy outside steals the girl's Camaro and rips away in it. <laughs> and. Uh, Toby takes the guns that he can find there. The cop starts getting up. And that's uh that's the beginning of our film. Yeah. <laughs> I like how this like yeah. is, uh, is like inspired Toby to become like the uh that's his name, right? The main guy there, Toby. Yeah, it, like Toby. inspires him to be like this vampire vigilante now who's like gonna take vengeance out on all these people or some shit. It's just kind of like yeah. a, a weird plot to our character thing that I didn't see happening. So we get uh, our first narration of the film. I thought it was over, that I had survived the worst of it. I was wrong. For me, the nightmare had just begun. But for a group of youths, hundreds of miles away, about to leave their hometown to attend a rock concert, the furthest thing from their minds was the end of their lives. Damn. So That's good. some narration right there. Yeah. Um, you hammed so, it up a little for it. You could tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is this is three days later, and we're in like a suburban town, and we see these friends that are getting ready to go to some concert somewhere. They have like a, a van, and we also see Toby 
cruising the wastelands, the wastelands <laughs> of kansas nice. yeah yeah right there's like a car like crashed on the side of the road like abandoned um I, he's he's following this vampire so we get another narration from toby here i'd been hunting the vampire for three days finding more and more bodies being left in his wake ever since that first night that i left the convenience store and ran home to discover the nightmare that awaited me there I had been obsessed with one thought, vengeance. I killed the ones he left behind to keep them from spreading. The holy water and shotgun made things easier, almost routine, but I knew that that would soon be changing, for soon I would be finding him. What I didn't know was that he was waiting for me. Very Terminator-esque. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like that Bottom. he has a two liter bottle of, of holy water. Yeah, that's holy water flavored Fago, man. <laughs> um, so we get a, a shot that's also very reminiscent of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. When you see the body at the top of the uh, the giant tree stump, it's just kind of like almost hung there, like like yeah, a decoration. Yeah, I liked that a lot. Yeah, it's um, it's quite the. Uh, there's a lot of you know scenes in this where the cinematography is really good for being shot it. on such a uh you know low budget uh, <laughs> format there's, there's a scene later on that i loved um, cinematography wise so it dude there's a lot of shit good that shots, if you pay yeah. attention like there's a lot of stuff in this that is is done very well so um toby goes to check out this abandoned house that's uh pretty creepy this looks creepy as fuck. Like when you're driving through the Midwest and you see those like abandoned houses on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere. Totally looks like that. what this thing looks like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like somebody lived there maybe like 30 years ago and, and that was it. <laughs> they disappeared away. under mysterious circumstances. <laughs> but he finds a bunch of dead bodies inside. And the kids from before are now getting ready uh, to get the rest of their crew together, right? And these are actually the rest of our main characters. We have a pretty large cast of characters in yeah, this. Yeah, I would say. And yeah, yeah. And uh, they're all pretty, yeah, I'd say they're memorable. You can tell what happens to all of them. Where in a lot of these movies, it's just like they disappear, right? Yeah. Without a, without a oh, trace. Oh, man. Zombie Rampage. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, all the bodies that are in this abandoned house, they have chunks taken out of them, right? There's all pieces missing. They're slashed up. They're bloody. And Toby hears a noise. So, of course, he's got to inspect it, right? <laughs> but um, we also see the Camaro from before parked. And I, it, I guess it's relatively close to where he is. Um, you know that this head vampire is near. So we get another, our third narration from Toby. The sun had set and night was about to fall. Soon he would be awakening and searching for fresh blood. Every night he was allowed to live, more innocents died. I was tired and afraid of confronting him after dark, but I felt if there was a chance that I could stop him, I had to try. The battle was about to begin. And even though I tried to push it from my mind, I couldn't help but to keep thinking one thing over and over. Not another night. God, not another. <laughs> so we get a, an awesome shot here of a dead girl in the Camaro 
that uh, yeah. that this vampire was in. And then we get an even better shot of the vampire emerging from the ground. Like, they buried this guy alive. Yeah. Dude. Right? And they just had him come out. I have that put down <laughs> as one of my favorite scenes from this movie. It's such a small, insignificant to the story scene, but it's beautiful. I cannot say how much yeah. I loved him coming yeah. out of the ground. It was awesome. It's so fucking cool. And with that zoom shot. Uh, zoom. Yeah, like um, the color, everything of that great, shot dude. was just epic. The wastelands, man. That's right. The wastelands. <laughs> So Toby goes upstairs to investigate the noises that he heard, and he gets fucking attacked by a chainsaw-wielding vampire. And while he's fighting this guy off, we hear this. (laughs) Amazing. What a soundtrack. Yeah, this is wild, man. (laughs) I like that you said, like, why don't more people use metal? Seriously, this is so good. It's very effective. If you see the, if you actually like see this scene, it's very frantic. It's very it, like it's perfect chaotic for this music. Yeah, especially with the fucking chainsaw oh, and everything. Guitar. Oh, I love that shit. <laughs> so Toby throws holy water at this vampire, and uh, it does burn him, but. The other bodies start to, uh, they start to get up, Including, right? They all start uh, moving a, now. A vampire chicken in an Iron Maiden t-shirt who, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> comes so we get another scene of Toby using this, uh, this chainsaw on the burnt up vampire's hand, right? Just cutting it up. And it looks very evil dead, right? I love that, yeah. This, this really, uh, made me think of that. Buckets of blood and, everywhere. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, he uses the shotgun on this burnt vampire and just blows his head completely like apart. It just explodes like a fucking balloon. Yeah, right? <laughs> awesome. yeah, yeah. I like that they don't cut away from fucking anything in this movie. Um, it's for five grand? Are you kidding me? They don't cut away yeah. from anything? Amazing. The other vampires, they come for him, but he uses the chainsaw to kill all... Uh, kill all of them <laughs> not uh, in, a, in a matter of three days he became buffy the vampire slayer yeah, he's the new van helsing he's fucking down dude. yeah yeah now all of a sudden he's uh what is it stan helling yeah stan helling <laughs> so uh <laughs> if we get this like smash cut to brightness here and it fades back and uh it's nighttime and oh, you hear all this like screaming and moaning and I guess this is like the vampire vision, right? Him like flying or teleporting or something. Something like that. That's how I took uh, it, yeah. Yeah, we don't see anything like that. We just kind of get this, uh, you know, these random shots of fast motion through streets. Um, so we get our fourth narration from Toby, and this is probably the coolest one. The town was sleeping when he arrived and would not know what had hit them. Those who had left would be safe from the initial onslaught, but in several hours they would return home and find an entire city of reasons to be afraid of the dark. The blood would soon be flowing, and before it had stopped, even the dead would scream. Damn. Wow. I love that line, even the dead would scream. (laughs) You know he means business if that's the (laughs) tagline. So the kids from the concert, 
they're finally returning and the town's quiet, right? Everything looks pretty normal until they all start going home. So Kelly and uh, Steve are walking home and they're chased by a giant horde of vampires. And like, it's not like how you see in these films where there's like maybe three or five. No, like there's like 25 people chasing yeah, these homies two. homies came out for this scene, dude. They were oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, they run through this car wash. And I thought this was filmed extremely well too where they're following them on the other side of the car wash bays it looks great yeah but as they're running through steve gets caught and they fuck him up yeah the, the, the lead singer gets, of, of tool manyard takes him down with, <laughs> with a mean yeah. judo move <laughs> yeah the guy with like the undercut yeah dude he looks totally who's, like who's dressed manyard. like travis bickle from uh yeah. <laughs> from taxi driver <laughs> um was great they're they're ripping him apart they're just biting every part that they can and there's tons of blood shooting everywhere right his like throats getting ripped out extremely extremely graphic good squirting good squirting out of the neck i noticed that a lot i like that effect yeah and also by the way um we get more metal music playing and this Mm. time it's more king diamond-esque Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's more Halford. Yeah, a little bit Halford. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. As they're getting chased through the car wash, this is what you hear like the fucking vampire hordes right yeah. behind them. Dude, the use of music in this is very good. Very good. Yeah. Very effective. I love You're it. You're fucking. <laughs> I see you vibing over yeah, there, man. I love it. <laughs> and there's something more terrifying about it horde of vampires than the horde of zombies yeah like right? like these it's, things are like ready to go they I mean fucking business too. it did seem a little fucking more terrifying to have a horde of zo- uh, vampires than zombies because i feel like zombies aren't like 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 vampires are more cognitive like they can like they can be more interactive yeah they, so you know intelligent I mean? typically like, too yeah so it's like then like they're fast yeah. They could fly. Man. Yeah, no, it's fucking awesome. They like to play the piano. <laughs> <laughs> so as Steve <laughs> As Steve is getting ripped apart here, Kelly is just fucking screaming and watching. Instead of running, she actually waits way too fucking long to run. And oh yeah. Yeah. I like was I thought it was actually kind of comical it how long funny. she fucking waited. I liked it. But uh Greg comes home and there's blood everywhere in his house. You see bloody handprints on the wall. There's shit everywhere. And there's no sign of anybody. Like the TV's on static, right? There's never good. The phone doesn't work. And he does have one uh, person in the house with him, though. And it's his vamp. Vampireized sister with a machete. Vampireized. <laughs> so, <I like> <laughs> so one thing that I like about this film is that the vampires don't just like bite you. Like they're just crazy. They'll kill oh, you yeah. in any way possible. Savage. They shoot you. They they chainsaws. Um, but they bite after they like mangle you. They'll still bite you to make yeah. you the vampire, which I like that aspect yeah. of it. He wants your soul, mm. man. Yeah. So. Diane goes home and she's one of the girls that were with this group and she finds her fucked up looking dad with a drill, right? Just fucking. 
room. And it's like a, that that would do some fucking damage. Got the half man. inch That's paddle like a bit on it. He's ready to go. Yeah, dude. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she's actually saved by Toby, and he fucking blows the dad away. Yeah. Just walks in the house and shoots him. Right place at the right yep, time. Just happens to go so, in this guy's to- house. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Toby and Diane, they find Greg sitting outside his house. And he says, like, no, I'm okay. I haven't been bitten. And Toby goes inside the house to check it out. And apparently Greg had to kill his sister, right? Yeah. He uh, Toby goes in and he finds the sister with the machete in her. Yep. I love it. <laughs> um, Pulls it out yeah, of her. Yeah, yeah. And what would you say, Greg's maybe like 16 or 17, right? Yeah, I think that's mm. probably what the case is. So, uh, Greg's pretty fucked up over this, and uh, Toby says this to him. Yeah, look, sorry, but I did the right thing. Once it changed like that, there's no turning back. And uh, you had to take care of her. So apparently, once you become a vampire, there's no way to uh, to to be turned back into a nope. human. It's not like in regular vampire lore where uh, you turn into a vampire, you kill the one like the master, the head, and yeah. everybody turns back to normal. <laughs> yeah. No, this one you're fucked, man. That's it. I like but there's that. also a thing. Also, the, but there's also the thing where you kill the head vampire, and all the vampires die. Yeah, your soul's yeah. free, but rarely. Rarely do you turn back to a human, yeah, unless rarely. it's Fright Night. Yeah. That's his favorite movie. That's my that's absolute favorite, vampire favorite movie. of all time. Dude, this is better This is better than Fright Night. Is this is so Dude, much is better, better than Fright Night. Are you kidding? Dude, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I just, I just, I love watching Dog Day Afternoon into Fright Night. It's the same guy. And a little Mary with children and after. Child's play. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was in it too, yeah. So Toby and the teens, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Toby and the teens are driving, and just by chance, he sees Kelly being chased by this group of vampires. So he fucking floors it to go help, which is a very noble thing to do. So Glenn screams when they get out, like that's Kelly, and goes and runs towards her, and he does it in such a believable manner. Right, like the way he like emotes in that like moment, it's perfect. And apparently, all the scenes with dialogue were pretty much done in one take. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were they were just fucking, they were doing it, these man. Were Damn, <laughs> actors for no budget, no paid actors. These these people rocked, man. Yeah, and uh, Toby throws holy water at Grizzly Adams, and uh, it starts to actually <laughs> melt him too. But the guys open fire in this like oh in this awesome like side shot of them shooting the guns, and Kelly is having a nervous breakdown during all of this. Yeah, yeah, and uh, she's really fucked up over what happened to Steve. But uh, you know, I guess I guess anybody would be kind of fucked up after seeing that. Um, but Diane. Ends up, uh, she's supposed to be like the strong one, right? Uh, and she gets snuck up on by yeah. one of these vampires, and he fucks her up terribly, right? He just starts stabbing her like over and over and over, and it literally has to have been like 50 stabs, yeah, right? Not even he stabs, just, too, like chops, like everything. Just it's- not going crazy. Loved it. And he starts eating her. 
But uh, Kelly picks up the machete he was using and she starts fucking up the vampire Dude, with it. One of my and, favorite things ever right there is that knife into his arm. So oh my god, good. it looks, that looks so, good. so awesome. Yeah, the way like his arms jiggling with yeah. it. Like I just I wanted to stop and watch it over and over again. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it um, I, just this whole time I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the they uh, they go to leave, but the car stalls right, and it it won't start, and they're forced to run on foot now. And they're also out of ammo, so they're uh, they're in some trouble. Yeah, shit's creek, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one of the vampires that they end up running into pulls a gun on them. Right? He's like, "Oh, out of ammo? <laughs> oh, I got pl- I got plenty." <laughs> and just as they think that they're uh, that they're dead, Glenn. Uh, right? Is it Glenn? Is it Glenn or Clint? Uh, I don't know. I have Clint right no, now. No, it's got to be. It's, it's got to be Glenn. Yeah, probably. It's Glenn. Glenn runs this vampire over with his car, and Glenn is one of the guys from before. He was the one with the the van or whatever he the hell the they were driving yeah, in. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, before like they actually leave, because Toby and Kelly get in the car with Greg also. Um, they hit the vampire again. It like fucking explodes, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> look like Mike Patton um, from fucking Faith No More in 91. That vampire. Probably was. <laughs> yeah, probably was. <laughs> so the crew goes to Jody's house and they're looking for him. And this is another one of their friends. But he isn't there. And they're checking all these rooms. And the way that they do the room checking scene, like, is fucking great. It's filmed awesome. Like how it's like jump cuts into the different rooms. Yeah. The way that they do it, it's it's crazy that this was shot on Super Eight. Well, he's just he he's making up for uh, he's making up for like lack of budget with well lit, well uh, placed shots. And even there's a there's that scene later when the this like um, well when we get to it, I'll point it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say how it was really smart. So while all this is happening, Jody is. Uh, confront well he's walking he's trying to figure out what's going on and he's confronted by like this eyeless vampire that knows his name and he uh he all of a sudden starts like wondering what the fuck is going on like they're specifically after him so he starts running away and he runs into this movie theater and this is where we get our first real uh exposition from this head vampire that we've been seeing this whole time and he gives a little bit of an introduction Jody there's nothing to fear Jody the night takes care of its own and we are the night aren't we Jody I am my I am life, life death, and deathlessness. I am rage, fear, flesh and blood. The breath of the beast named night. I am darkness. Damn, that's some heavy shit right there. We've also been saying everybody's name wrong this whole thing, this whole time. But uh, his name is Liven. 
and he is a motherfucker, right? He wants Toby to basically uh, get tricked by his little familiar now, but immediately he looks fucked up. So it's not even like it's a good, uh, you know, Trojan vampire or something. But uh, he wants Toby dead also because he's come too close, right? He knows what he is and he's going to try to come after him. And he wants Jody to find, um, like, all his friends and pretty much turn them into vampires, too. So Jody's not really on board with this. And we get another awesome line. What? What do you want from me? <laughs> he is with others now. Others I believe to be your friends. Though I've turned to every soul. Every soul. No, never. Yes, you will. Forever. You don't understand yet. Your life is over. And it's time to join mine. There is no other choice. I am going to give you eternity. And you, Jody. Jesus Christ. What a, what delivery for, for like yeah. a first time acting gig? Damn. I think what makes it even more eerie is that the lack of sound editing. So it sounds like a real person's doing it. Yeah. like it, 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 It's really good. It's just like a raw yeah, it's recording. Like a, yeah, it sounds good. Um, so this is where we start getting flashbacks, right? We get a flashback of Toby going back to his house and... He's basically putting two dead bodies into his car, and I'm guessing this is his mom and his sister. Yeah, that's how I took right? it. Yeah. And while he's driving away, because they were obviously attacked by vampires, while he's driving away, they return as vampires, and they get out of the car and they start going after him. But the sun rises, and they're destroyed by the sun. Right? They get all. Uh, what did he say? Like they start fucking bubbling yeah, and all this down. shit. Yeah, I love it too. A, a whole shit ton of them all reacting at once. It was a really good scene. And he's having like a nervous breakdown when they're like uh, starting to get burnt by the sun. Yeah. Also a good band. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Do you remember them? Oh, burnt by the you sun. Remember them? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Dracula with glasses. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um. So we get some more vampire day for night traveling uh, shots here in the in the suburban neighborhood. But Jody's sitting in his room and he kind of sneaks in there. And this isn't regular Jody. This is vampire Jody. Hell yeah. So when uh, when Greg goes in there, he's like, hey, man, is there you in here, Jody? And he sees him and he's got fucking blood all over him, right? He's covered. And this is like another really awesome part of the film because there's like a ton of siege moments in this. Like they're in the house and like they're like, oh, it's almost sunlight. Like we'll wait till, you know, we'll wait till then and then we'll go. And they got to fight their way out of the house now because they're under attack. And they successfully get out. And they have to run 
um, because unfortunately, Glenn had the keys and Glenn got fucked up, right, by, uh, by Jody. Um, so when they're running down the street, we get more day for night. Right, I love that. Like the blue tint, uh, like the blue yeah. hue over the uh, over the thing. I wish more people would do that. I love yeah. drastic color things like oh, that. that. Like it, the Wizard of Gore, they he does it oh, with the totally. red. Yeah, that red. You know that sort of shit. It might have been a pickup shot, and they're like, "Okay, what can we do? Let's, let's go." A little bit. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it was probably done late at night where it's too dark. No, no, it was. You could tell it was daylight. Um, so. They're running down the road, and it looks like it's actually a highway, but Jody is right behind them. How the fuck did he get there? Oh, yeah, vampire traveling. And out of the sides of, like, the uh, highway area, the service road, we see a whole horde of vampires appear. Yeah. And they're fucked, right? <laughs> but luckily for them, it is almost daylight. So this is where we get probably one of the fucking the greatest, greatest shots of, of this film. The sun rises yeah, it's smart. as they're running and all of a sudden the vampires just start melting and bubbling, exploding. You have to see this scene. When I say that, like, it's it's incredible that they were able to do this. I am not fucking kidding you awesome i cannot name another movie that has effects like this uh that was done on such a low budget and to be honest i don't know many movies that we watch that do have effects yeah. like this no where it's dude. consistent throughout the whole thing Hell no. a lot of times you'll only have like one or two shots that are super gory some movies you'll get lucky but um this movie it's consistently throughout the whole yeah. film like this dude was one of us dude, this <laughs> or is he is like, one of us to me this is on like the thing level of practical effects use so well done and the camera use along with the special effects makes it that much better. So yeah, yeah, they have all sorts of like, like people are ripping people's uh, ripping parts of their face off, ripping yeah. chunks of flesh off. The director's like, well, he's he's messing with the aperture, so it gets super white. Yeah, like look how creepy shot. this yeah. shit looks. Of like the guy just fucking look. Pouring blood out of his face, so almost good. like street, like street yeah. trash Very, level, like yeah, fucking melt. gooey shit. Um, so they're running from all this, and just over the hill of this highway, what do they see? But a super fucked up Jody, right? <laughs> he, this is where we pretty much get the shot from the beginning of the film, but. He starts um, asking for forgiveness, like, please forgive me. Like, he's he knows he's going, and it's not a trick. He legitimately, yeah. I guess, is he wants to repent for what he did. And uh, the sun is rising more, and he starts really melting now, and he rips part of his rib cage off. I love it. And, and he looks in pain, right? Yeah. Like, he's in fucking agony. And... Um, this is where, like, Greg starts to fucking scream. Everybody's screaming, right? Are we gonna. I just. Here, wait. I got some screams for <laughs> I love all this. That's awesome. <laughs> I love all. I love this. 
But um, Greg's like screaming and all this shit. And he starts grabbing his leg. And actually, that was Toby screaming. I don't have Greg scream, but he's grabbing his leg. And he was actually, uh, I guess, scratched by one of the vampires or bit by one of the vampires. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't notice it. <laughs> but um, he he's being affected by the sunlight now, right? Hell he yeah. is fucked, too. Yeah. So uh, this is where you get uh, Toby screaming. And he wakes up right and it's not um it's not a dream like it didn't like not happen he wakes up because he's remembering like the the traumatic day that he just uh well this this seems like it was a little further in the future right yeah um it seemed like they've been at it for a while because they have like a whole back seat filled with guns they stocked and up and he's got camo on yeah now. they yeah, yeah, and they're, they're getting ready to go out, and we get a, a final narration for the film. Everything we knew, everything we had, everything we were was gone. Our friends, our families, our lives would never return. The war was far from over. We knew it could be days, months, or even years before we found him again, but we wouldn't stop. The sun was setting on another day, bringing another night. He was still out there, awakening, thirsty for blood, hunting for us, waiting somewhere in the darkness. So good. Yeah, what a way to... And then we uh, get a final shot of the wastelands, right? And the sun is setting, and what do we see? Livin's hand coming out of the ground again and he starts rising from the dirt and this is another amazing scene because in the background you legitimately see the sun setting mm -hmm. like they made they frame yeah. this perfectly Timing. for what's going on Hell yeah 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 it looks great and that's the end that's it he lives on Livin lives on and Toby goes <laughs> to try to find him <laughs> I wish I mean, I, I I wish they made a sequel to this, like, right after. <laughs> um, this movie is fucking insane. It's so good. Seriously. Let's, uh, Grizz, you want to go first? Speak your mind? <clears throat> so, the one thing that I'll say about this movie that really makes it stand out compared to a lot of the other things that we watch is the pace of it. There's no bullshit. There's no long, unneeded scenes. There's no long dialogue scenes that don't add anything to the story which is kind of common for a lot of these low budget films it's the perfect amount of time it rips the whole time and and i i absolutely love it like i said it went from being an unknown to one of my favorites uh my favorite scenes i love the machete and the arm that i talked about um i love the narration over top of it i think i would be bummed without that aspect of it and i love him coming out of the earth that whole scene was epic as fuck uh, things that I don't like, absolutely nothing. This is a movie that I can say I cannot find a single thing that I would change that I want differently. Fucking five stars. <laughs> Anthony? Um, shot very well. Really good concept of like a take on uh, uh, like a, like uh, like zombies, but not like with vampires. Good, good take on zombies and vampires, even though they're not zombies. 
I thought it was shot beautiful cinematography, special effects. I loved um, a lot of the zooming shots. I loved the exposure shots mimicking the melting. Um, I agree. I can't find anything I really don't like. Probably the highest score I'm ever giving on the show. I, I can't do a five because there's nothing above. <laughs> when you say five, Pinnacle. that's it. So it, it it would be like, oh, like oh, it's this movie and every other movie. So I'm going to go 4.9. Hell Perfect. yeah. <laughs> I will take yeah. that. Um, yeah. I love the story to this, which was written when he was 17 years old. Yeah. Uh, Kansas, man. I love the special effects. I love the way it's shot. I love the scenes. I love this the way that I love Day of the Re uh, Day of the Reaper, where like that the grain and the film stock like makes the the whole movie yeah. just look like you're you're tripping on acid the whole time. Yes. Um, I think I think it all adds to the film. I think the um, Super Eight. I think the film. I think the graininess, the way that they transferred the film to VHS. Um, there's no bullshit like you said and that's because there was only five hours of raw footage for this movie and the original the original cut of the film was two and a half hours wow no i would shit. love to see that Damn. i would love to see that Let's see. um <laughs> i'm i'm gonna say five out of five and wow. when i when I say you have to see a movie yet again, this is one that you have to see. But yeah. he means this one the most. Yeah, this one is crazy. <laughs> yeah, this, this one is will no fucking disregard. Bullshit. Yeah, this will <laughs> literally rock your yeah. world. <laughs> um, so should we do the back of the box? Your honor, sir. When a nomadic vampire lays waste to a small town, he doesn't realize he has allowed a single hiding human to survive. A big mistake. His family brutally slaughtered by the bloodthirsty ghouls. Toby arms himself with a shotgun, machete, and holy water in his quest to hunt down the vampire king. The resulting carnage-strewn war against the undead is unrelentingly grisly, resulting in the vampire horde's explosively disgusting demise. This scene contains scenes of extremely graphic violence. Awesome. <laughs> they had to put a yeah, fucking yeah. tongue twister in the middle of that. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, Whoever yeah. wrote the dialogue. I'll fix that in post. <laughs> Whoever wrote all the voiceovers also yeah. wrote the back of the box. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So that was the My film nice threat box, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to see if the other one's different? I just wonder. I was, yeah, you don't have to read the other one, but I was just wondering if it was actually a different synopsis on the back or not. Uh, oh, that's the Demolition Man cut. That's the one I saw. All right. All right. All right. You know what? You're getting two for one this week. Oh, shit. When. When a group of teens return, when a group wait, more abbreviated take two. When a group of teens return home from a concert, they find an entire city of reasons to be afraid of the dark. Out of the shadows of midnight explodes a legion of vampires, ravenous for human blood, fighting with shotguns, chainsaws, machetes, and holy water. The youths race to youths race through a storm of gore that leads to the ultimate confrontation between the living and the undead. At the edge of dawn, all mankind will look into the face of darkness, where even the dead will scream. Yeah, this movie's fucking insane. I like that one more, <laughs> personally. I like that back Yeah, in the box. yeah. That one's, that one's fucking crazy. That one's cool. Uh, so, let's listen to uh, Mr... Uh, Yonker, and uh, we're actually gonna do something else before the wheel. 
Hello to everybody out there listening to the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Leif Yonker, director of the underground vampire splatter flick, Darkness. Originally shot on Super 8 film for a budget of around $5,000, Darkness was released on VHS in late 1993 by Film Thread Video, and then later on VHS and DVD all around the world. Over the last 30 years, has continued to be reviewed and reevaluated in several horror magazines and various horror websites, including Horror Hound Magazine, which called it the number one goriest vampire movie yet filmed. All of those previous video releases featured some kind of compromised picture quality from very bad to just okay. So I'm very happy to announce that we are finally restoring the film from a proper 2.5K scan of the original camera elements, and it will be released on Blu-ray from Arrow Video. For more information and updates on the Blu-ray and the eventual release dates, look for Darkness the Final Cut page on Facebook. Hope to see you there. Okay, so as we always say, uh, send us your films, send us your shorts, send us anything you have. We'll watch it and we'll talk about it on the podcast. Yes, we will. Uh, yeah, this week we had uh, a listener send us in his his film. Um, you could find him at uh, Retro Video Pictures on Instagram and... This film is called Forgotten Trash, and it was uh, written and directed by him, Brandon Espana. Is that how you say it? I don't. I'm sorry, man. I am terrible with names. <laughs> um, it's it's a new film, but it looks and feels exactly like something we would watch on this, oh. almost Polonia Brothers esque. So I was gonna ask if it was like old footage that they had shot and then edited now or if it was actually filmed now and everything no it was it was it's a it's a modern film just he used like a mini dv camera awesome. i believe he said i love that and yeah and it came out fucking great so great. um i don't want to ruin it because it still hasn't really been released yet and i've been talking to him and i told him like dude you got to get this out i, I yeah. really think people will like it um basically a uh, a depressed down on his luck guy uh, finds somebody that uh, is would use his services right yes and things aren't what they initially seem and I don't want to I don't I really don't want to ruin the plot like we do with every fucking movie that we watch um, but I gotta say that he pulled this off uh, i sent it to our buddy ek he also enjoyed it really he said the only thing that you can tell like the only tell in the whole film is that there's like a laptop like a modern laptop or oh, i actually i think yeah. brandon might have uh it's, it's a grill uh, yeah he might have said it that there's like a laptop and you it's know okay. obviously there's like cell phones and all that shit but like it's a grill uh, I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah, it's a foreman grill. When you get a lot of these, like you know, fan made. I don't know. I don't want to call it fan made, but just like you know, lower budget films. Now they usually, you know, they come in twenty minutes, thirty minutes if you're lucky. This is a whole. What was it? Fifty three yeah. minutes? I think it said it was. All yeah, it's pretty much an hour. Yeah, yeah. I it, like the little short that they have in the beginning. For sure, weird as fuck. <laughs> and I mean, there's there's some, um, there's some cool kill scenes in this movie that I liked a lot. So I think you're gonna get a little bit of uh, there's there's different aspects, I guess you could say that are, uh, like I said, I don't want to give too much away, but there's some things that I was not expecting in this film to take place that really kind of blew me yeah. away. So for sure, and uh, I'm actually gonna play the trailer for you guys. 
um, so you can kind of get a taste of what's going on. And then we're gonna spin the wheel. Um, I would 100% say hit up uh, Brandon at Retro Video Pictures. Uh, he's on Instagram. I'm not sure about the other platforms, but hit him up. Maybe he'll let you see it somehow. Uh, other than that, uh, just 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 go hit him up. <laughs> the guy deserves credit. He's fucking awesome. Uh, we'll figure out when that thing gets released, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it in, uh, more in depth, so we don't fucking ruin it. So here's the trailer, and we'll hear Jake after that. I didn't realize anyone was around here. I was just filming my show. Show? I come from a different place, a different galaxy. I travel from planet to planet where my people watch me. As I kidnap, as I torture, as I kill its inhabitants. <laughs> Want to be famous? <laughs> Good luck. When I'm done with you, no one will remember who you are. Forgotten Trash. A shot on video nightmare. But you see, the deal is, man, you gotta step up and spin that wheel. Once you spin it, where it stops, that's what you and I are gonna do. And what happens? Well, we both go in the ring. One man comes out. The other? <laughs> well, no. Okay, so we are back to a normal wheel. Um, it feels good. We don't have to. Yeah, yeah. It feels good to not have to prep, right, yeah. or plan. Yeah. Just, just back to rolling the dice. No more vampires. Uh, Although we did end on a high note, it, it, it saved vampire yeah. for me from being too, too non gory. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have another vampire movie that we're gonna watch, uh, which is related to a movie that we did already. But that's for oh, another day I, and yeah, another conversation. I'm excited about that so let's bring the giant wheel back. Let's dust it off, take the tarp off of it, right? <laughs> um, I'm burping into the microphone, sorry. <laughs> so let's spin this wheel. Three, two, one. Next week on the Bad Taste Video Podcast, we will be watching. Fatal Pulse. Oh, I knew it, dude. It's like I had a premonition. <laughs> I was psyched. Um, Anthony, have you ever seen this? Um, let me see the trailer. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Um, Grizz, you are a big fan of this film. Yeah, I, lo I, I love like co-ed slashers. If I'm going to watch a slasher, it's going to be like that kind of classic co-ed slasher thing. So this is, I think the best one in my personal opinion shot shot on video uh, i don't think it's shot on video maybe 16 millimeter definitely not it's, uh, it's a lower budget so lower budget for sure yeah so uh let's hit the trailer and we'll get into a little bit more 10 little co-eds jumping in and out of bed 
one got caught and lost her head. Now, the countdown begins. Al, is that you? As step by step, weapon by weapon. Each beautiful victim meets a gruesome end. And soon, there will be only one. Not since the cold-blooded terror of Nightmare on Elm Street or the sadistical chills of Friday the 13th has any film matched the power, the horror, the madness. Fatal Pulse. The beat goes on. Yeah, there's tons of nudity in this movie, right? It's like unreal how much nudity is in it. (laughs) I think it's it's actually yeah, it's known for that. Yeah, Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited to do this. I actually just saw this recently. This isn't like a movie I saw forever ago. Uh, I am excited to do it though. I thought it was pretty entertaining. Um, Chris. Have you got anything uh, this week? Dude, honestly, this week has been a slow week. I've been really busy just kind of like cramming for next month. I got a show coming up in Pittsburgh with some buddies and stuff, so I've been doing double time. Why don't you you plug that? Uh, Yeah, we're going to be at Black Forge Coffee Shop uh, March 28th, Methadone Abortion Clinic. Bunch of tape heads, the whole band, we're all tape heads, so come down and uh, party with us, bring your tapes, get drunk with us. It's going to be a good time. Uh, yeah, that should be good. Maybe I'll be there. Maybe I won't. You I don't know. Maybe be. my car will fucking oh, yeah, explode. It's, it's true. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna. Tr- I don't think I'm yeah. gonna trust that car yeah, going I there, man. <laughs> um. So you have been useless in this segment. Useless, Thank you, man, uh, sorry. Anthony. See anything? Get anything? Uh, no. This week a lot of work. I just been working on a little short feature I've been doing. Oh, we saw. Oh, that's very right. nice. Yeah. Very nice. I'll submit it next week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah, submit. If, if any of you have anything, please send it to yeah, us. We want to see it. I, I liked watching that this week. This was a lot of fun, so please do. That was, yeah. That's cool. So I got a few things. I got Premutos, the Japanese release. The guy told me it was in English with Japanese subs, but guess what? It was in native German, just as I thought. I did get a very special film, uh, Deadbeat at Dawn. Uh, yes. Hipster. Is that the one that was stuck in Patchog? Uh, no. Uh, no, that was Premutos. Oh. Um, what else did I get? I got a couple things. Uh, Return of uh, Return of the Aliens, Deadly Spawn, right? Yes. The fucking. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, I like that. Uh, one that must I'm be trying done. To, I'm trying to look behind me right now. Uh, Crystal Force. I think I got that right oh, this I, week. I, 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 I did buy something this week that's going to be coming soon. I'm just going to say that it's uh, Donna Michelle tape. So we'll, oh we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that when it comes yeah. in. So. We're going to do the abomination again. Oh, we are. No, just kidding. He don't to. have that. I he don't, don't have that. I don't. But <laughs> we're <have> cool friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So. Uh, Anthony, where can they find you on the internet? I'm Apicini on Instagram for all your video and audio needs in the tri-state area. 
Uh, Grizz, where could they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler for tapes. And you could find me at Bad Taste Video on Instagram. You could go to our website at www.badtastevideo.com where we link all our current bullshit things going on. Uh, We have our Patreon on there. If you want to sign up to support us, please do. Anything helps. Please, uh... Please get us into the black. <laughs> oh, also, real quick, this everybody, uh, we have just launched our official Bad Taste Video Facebook page. All the listeners, if you could please go over, like the page, give us a review, tell us a little bit. If we get enough reviews, we might try to do a little something special to give something back. Uh, but everything just as simple as going over and giving us a like is a huge, huge help to us. We keep saying that we're gonna do something, and we are. We we just oh, we're planning. We got sure. we got plans. It's not gonna be turds. Yeah. Well, come stay at your house. Yeah, we just want to make <laughs> sure it's uh, it's worth it. You know, we're not trying to give you some bullshit fucking common yeah cut box know, or some shit. Yeah. yeah, some yeah. junk. Get, that, get the fuck out of here. We're gonna come and stay at your house. Yeah, we're gonna come and stab at your house. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come for dinner. Yeah, we're gonna come stab up your house for dinner. We're gonna eat your um, where there's originals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that sounds great. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So, Anthony, you got anything else? Anybody? No, Grizz, no, anything? No, I'm good. This, uh, you guys won't hear it, but this was a very technical, uh, technically difficult uh, episode to you record. Get through it. <laughs> you get through it. Yeah, but we got through it. And next week we will see you with the uh, very pornographic Fatal Pulse. Later. See ya.